Welcome to the Scoop Podcast, where we talk about all things testing, regulatory, and go-to-market when it comes to infant formula. I'm Karen Brandman, and today we're going to talk about shelf life studies in infant formula with my special guest, Tammy Olson. So let's get started. Today on the show, I'm excited to have Tammy Olson, Stability Manager at Eurofins Food Chemistry Testing, to share with us her expertise and experience on handling shelf life studies for infant formula clients. So welcome, Tammy. Thanks for being on the podcast. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Karen. I was super excited to uh, to be here and uh, talk with you. Absolutely. Yeah, great. So let's talk about shelf life uh, studies in general. What are their purpose? Yeah, so the purpose of a shelf life is to monitor a product throughout its shelf life. Um, so we're not testing safety. The safety of the product has already been um evaluated. Um, So we're measuring the quality of that product. And we want to make sure that the quality of, you know, when it's first produced and it's fresh remains the same through the expiration date of that product. Fantastic. Uh, So a manufacturer can't just estimate the shelf life themselves. They actually need to back it up with data. Yes, exactly. That's um, per the FDA. And especially for infant formulas, uh, you know, you're a new mom yourself. (laughs) You understand, um, you know, the importance of when you put that can off a shelf, that it has all the nutrients for your little one. Yeah, absolutely. So we often see the terms ambient or real-time shelf life and accelerated shelf lives being thrown around when we talk about uh, stability studies. So what is the difference between the two and what are their purpose? Yeah, um, absolutely. So a real-time study um, <clears throat> is really what it says. It's it's sort of testing it in real time, um, like if your product was on a shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, So if it has a two-year shelf life, we're going to measure it throughout that two years. An accelerated shelf life study is where we apply heat and humidity and we're, we're um, <clears throat> accelerating that chemical rate reaction, sort of trying to force the degradation uh, to get some data quicker for the customer. Yeah, perfect. And we, both, and we offer both of those studies at Eurofins? Yes, absolutely. Okay, fantastic. Um, so when it comes to infant formula specifically, what are the FDA looking for? Yeah. So I love the FDA. (laughs) (laughs) Um, infant formulas are my favorite studies. Um, for a lot of things, the FDA says, oh, if you have an expiration date, give me some data. Yeah. Where infant formulas, because of the importance of this product, um, they have very specific regulations on what needs to be tested and how often it needs to be tested. Yep. So what are the, some of the nutrients that we, or parameters that we look for in infant formula studies? Yeah. So like you mentioned, the nutrients, um, making sure your vitamins are there, the minerals, um, your proximants such as calories, fats, um, those type of things. So are there any other tests that manufacturers would be looking for typically in a shelf life apart from uh, the ones that the FDA mandates? Yeah, so um, if the manufacturer adds other nutrients, um, things like taurine, lutein, um, you have to test those. Um, There are other parameters such as physical parameters, you know, how does it look, how does it smell, um, the oxygen headspace, um, and then <clears throat> other testing would be rancidity testing. Yeah. So. And rancidity is like um, 
it's the off flavors, off odors. Yeah, exactly. So it's the oxidation of of the lipid that's in the product. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Okay. Are there any other types of studies that we uh, perform for uh, informant manufacturers? Um, There are. Um, So we have a full range of studies that we can do. We have some moderate um, uh, stability conditions. They're in between the real-time and the accelerated. Uh, These conditions can also be used if uh, an infant formula company wants to sell to other countries um, because you have to look at, you know, what are the average temperatures and humidities, you know, testing a real-time study here in the U.S. versus testing for a market, say, in Singapore, uh, you know, their their temperature and their humidity is, is much higher than ours. Um, we also can do excursion studies. Um, I like to think of that as, you know, your infant formulas <clears throat> on a truck in the middle of the desert yeah. and it breaks down, yeah. you know, and it's stuck there for three, five days. You know, what happens to that infant formula? Are yeah. there changes due to that heat um, that could uh, cause issues? Okay. Yeah, that's super important. Um, and so how do your team manage stability studies? So, yeah, it's great. Um, I have an actual stability team. We have a room that is um, key pass only. So you have to have permission to come into that space. Um, We handle the study from when it hits the dock uh, to when it comes out of the chamber and um, goes to the lab for testing. So we have five large walk-in chambers. Um, We just added four new small walk-in chambers. And then we have some uh, region units that are, uh, you know, if a client has a specific temperature, humidity that, uh, you know, they want to look at. Um, And the best thing is we have a computer program that helps us manage these studies. So the computer program schedules everything, it logs the samples, um, and it makes our job really easy. Yeah, <laughs> that's really important. Yeah. Good. So uh, what happens if during the shelf life one of the uh, nutrients falls out of specification? What happens then? Um, well, so yeah, that's such important information to pass along to our, our um, customers So when we program stability studies, the customer will provide specifications. So Mm -hmm. say vitamin C needs to be 20 milligrams per serving, something like that. If it falls below that, our system will send a notification to the customer. They have that notification pretty much as soon as that result is approved. And then they can make decisions from there. You know, do they want to retest the sample? Um, Do they want to stop the study? So they have options of how to, you know, move forward. Great. Fantastic. Uh, and so once a infant formula has, a manufacturer has established a shelf life, do they ever need to come back and reestablish it? What, what would that scenario look like? Yeah. So, you know, if they make a new lot, um, you know, it's the same formulation. They do not have to go through all of this again. However, if they do make a change to the formulation, maybe they add a new uh, novel fiber to it Mm -hmm. or um, uh, maybe they package it in some other, you know, instead of the can, they put it in a stick. Anything that could potentially change that stability um, of the product would need to then go through the whole whole process all over again. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Okay. 
Um, Okay, that brings us to the end of the episode. No way, it's already (laughs) over. (laughs) So thank you so much, Tammy, for joining us. I appreciate it. And I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, really interesting uh, episode about shelf life studies and what we uh, do at Eurofins to help uh, manufacturers establish that shelf life of their products. Uh, So if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And until next time, I'm Karen Breidman. Thank you so much for joining.